Welcome back to another episode of And Another Thing, the podcast that continues to break records throughout the world. I don't want to get into the specifics of what those records are, but be assured that we are breaking records on a daily, if not hourly basis. So we are pretty proud of that. My name is Jody Jenkins. They're mostly mostly vinyl (laughs) records. I just want to make that clear. My name is Jody Jenkins. And I'm Tony Clement. And Tony, I got to apologize again before we get into our guest, who I know you've lined up another fantastic guest, but I don't know if you checked out our Twitter feed, but I I got a little feisty again last week and started to go at a couple people, and I, I do want to apologize for that. I thought you were very polite. Okay. Okay. Well, that's good. I feel better now then. And I did. I thought it was, I did, it was just fine. I did take a, a swing at our, our arch nemesis. I, I'm sure they don't even care about us, but it just gives me something f- fodder to talk about at the Hurley Burley. So that another podcast in the country, <laughs> which we promote them like ad nauseum. Like, and they, I know I, we're the best thing that yeah, happened to them. I know. And they never return the favor. No, and I, they're I, just doing their thing. And I remember it's funny because I just got to tell the story quick because Tony, you and I were golfing a couple weeks ago. And if, if our listeners know this movie Anchorman, remember when the two competing TV stations meet in the parking lot and start <laughs> yeah. fighting and the one guy has a trident and like, I think this. Steve Carell has yeah. a trident. Yeah. yeah. So it's like, anyway, I just feel like that with the Hurley Burley, not that we want to have a fight with them, but it's like, I can imagine us all walking into a parking lot and all of a sudden, are we going to do this now? <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> who, who would you fight? Would you fight Scott or? Or David, or I, Jen, I don't know. I wouldn't fight Jenny. I'll tell you that. I'm not fighting Jenny no. under any circumstances. I, I I value my life too much. So I, I feel like I'd try my chances with David, but yeah. Oh yeah, you can leave Scott to me. Okay, yeah. good. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, uh, I digress. Uh, we continue with our physical distancing episodes. We're looking forward to being in the studio soon. But uh, Tony, I'm going to throw it over to you. We got an unbelievable guest today. I'm excited. Yeah, no, thanks, uh, Jody. And uh, please welcome to the fine roster that we've built up over many episodes now at And Another Thing podcast. So today we have Canadian huntress Dana Murray, who is with us and speaking from Innisfil, Ontario. Now, Canadian huntress is a women's lifestyle brand. It's It's a community where women can share their hunting and outdoor adventures. And it's going to be a brand new TV show as well. We'll get into that, I'm sure. But let's please welcome in the fine and another thing podcast tradition, Ms. Dana Murray. Dana, welcome to the program. Welcome. Thank you for having me. It's great to have you on. And tell us a little bit about Canadian Huntress. I've given a little bit of an intro, but put it in your own words for us. Oh, wow. Um, It is just this pretty great community as we've got going on it started uh like you said a lifestyle brand and that's how it started you know just as an apparel company and then you know more and more women that i was meeting you know we were trying to arrange little hunts and gatherings over messenger and then you know it it turned into how about we plan some events and you know you know we did one and then it was sold out right away uh that was our ice fishing event and then um to adding ambassadors that represent the brand and then they connect with, you know, other women in the group. Um, and uh, so we're sitting at close to 30 women now doing, uh, or that are part of the brand ambassador communities. 
and they all connect with one another online. They share their stories, you know, they reach out to one another, they support each other, and they've actually done their own little meetups, you know, on the side or on weekends, um, which is really great to see because it can be pretty intimidating whether you're new to fishing or hunting um, or skeet shooting, stuff like that. It's really great to have, you know, a cheering squad for you. And um, now when you yeah. say meetup, you're, you're actually talking about hunting things, aren't you? Oh yeah, absolutely. Like um, one of my girlfriends, you know, messaged me, I think at like almost eight o'clock at night in February and said, Hey, you know, want to go goose hunting tomorrow? And it was late season goose. And I'm like, absolutely. She's like, okay, here's the address. And I literally had to go to bed right away to be up for 2 a.m. to drive way out past Kitchener. <laughs> and it was just a spur of the moment thing. And it's like, okay, that's it. We had contractors coming to the house the next day to finish our basement. And I told my husband, I'm like, um, you're home tomorrow. I'm out of here. I'm going to bring home dinner. So, <laughs> and I did. I, I brought, I brought a few geese home, so <laughs> it was good. But yeah, like I said, we've, you know, it's just snowballed into something fantastic. And we've got girls from uh, Nova Scotia now recently and all the way to Alberta, Saskatchewan, Ontario. It is, it's pretty something else. And uh, do you specialize in any form of hunting or it's uh, basically every form of angling and hunting on, under the sun, at least in uh, in Canada? Pretty much every form of hunting, whether it be small game, um, uh, uh, predator hunting, you know, uh, coyote hunting, goose hunting, duck hunting, big game. Um, they do it all. I do it all. Um, and it's it's pretty it's pretty cool. Now, did you learn from your parents? Is that how you got into hunting yourself? Or is this something that just uh, seemed like a good idea that came out of uh, just something that you wanted to do? Uh, nope. I didn't grow up hunting. I've only been doing it for about three years now. Um, I did my firearms uh, safety course and the hunter safety course uh, weekend a couple of years back. And it just... Um, I was like a sponge. I just wanted to learn more. I did the book training and then I said, well, now I want to get out there and do it. And, you know, it, it was a little intimidating at first because um, I heard people say, well, it's just a boys club and whatnot. And I was pretty welcomed into the community of the younger generation of um, gentlemen. Uh, I know more of the older generation. There's that stigma there still. So the buddies of mine were like, no, come hunting with me. Come up to the cottage. We'll, we'll, you know, get out there, do a weekend. And I, it, I loved every bit of it. And every day is different. I learn something new every day I'm out there. So it, yeah, like I've only been doing it three years and it feels like I've been doing it forever. I grew up as an angler. I grew up uh, around a family of anglers. And then after my grandfather passed, um, it, that's when I found out that he did hunt. So it, it's, you know, and I never knew that back then. So it's, it's nice to, to know that it was in my family and, you know, it's part of your heritage and you just, you get out there and do it. What, uh, what to, what do you attribute the fact that there are more and more Canadian women hunters? Uh, what uh, do you, is there a trend that you can identify? Um, I think more and more from the women I've been talking to, they, they want to know where their food's coming from and they want to do their part in conservation um, and I think with a lot of us sharing on social media, what it actually goes into that, it's not just, Hey, I went out for the day and shot something and came home. 
you know, we post photos of I'm up at four o'clock in the morning. I'm in the pitch black. I'm doing this and doing that. And then I, I get questions from people I've grown up with. They're like, you really have to go through all that. It's like, yes. And then, you know, we've had, I've had a, a, a girl from school reach out saying, well, that's something I'd be interested in doing. And I think that's how it, it forms in terms of it takes the intimidation out of it, knowing um, what goes into it, what you're doing for the, for the MNR, uh, for the Ministry of Natural Resources, you know, what uh, you're looking at. Um, sorry. Um, we have to submit blood samples from our turkeys to see if they have West Nile or check to see if the deer have chronic waste. So there's a lot of education that goes into it. And I mm-hmm. thought, I think a lot of more women are getting down to their grassroots or if they're finding out like their heritage as well, it's like, Oh, Hey, my family did that. And a lot of, I'm finding a lot of people online are doing the self-sustaining thing, whether it be the homesteading or just really getting it from their own backyard instead of, you know, the grocery store or having to order online from somewhere because in this day and age, that's becoming a little, Sketchy on, you know how and when yeah. we're get it. <laughs> I think I think you've gotten onto something that it's uh, that it's not just about the thrill of the hunt. It's about knowing what your food source is and having more control. You know, you're your own supply chain. You don't have to worry Absolutely. as much. That's that's very interesting. Absolutely, yeah. Where it's like if everybody was worried about toilet paper shortages. Well, now it's becoming um, the. Uh, the chicken, the amount of chicken you can go buy at the grocery store now, or you're limited to one pack per family or two packs of ground beef. And because of the supply chain management and, you know, who's to say tomorrow it's not there, but yeah, my freezer's full of the meat I harvested from the year before or the year before that. Nice. So it, it's pretty, right on. It's, it, it's rewarding. That's for sure. Can you talk about uh, your TV show? Let's talk about that a little bit. Yeah, so there's uh, five of us. I picked four other ladies uh, that I felt were suited to join in on this journey, and um, it's going to showcase the five of the five of us in uh, group hunts, solo hunts um, across Canada. One girl from Saskatchewan. The rest of us are from here in Ontario, but um, we plan on doing a bear hunt next weekend. Um, wow! Uh, up in Dorset, Ontario. And, um, so that should be interesting. Uh, I have never really sat for a bear hunt. I've, I've done like a dogging day of, of bear hunting, but that's about it. And so these women will get showcased, you know, what they use, bow, shotgun, rifle, what they harvest most of the time, why they do it, um, how long they've been doing it. And then, uh, we've got the, the Canadian Hunters Ambassadors. Um, that are part of it that we will incorporate into group hunts and events. We've got a fishing event in January in Manitoba. So it's just more or less bringing awareness to the Canadian female anglers and hunters and and getting us, you know, out there in the forefront. And we're, we're pretty disruptive now and we're, we're making some history, which is, is great. The numbers are up for female hunters. That's for sure. So Mm -hmm. it's, you know, now let's get us out there and get rid of that stigma. And I know a lot of the the, the outdoor industry is gearing um, their 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 brands towards women now. So things fit us better. Um, you know, gloves and and, and out, outerwear and and even bows. Like they're they're designed more to fit a woman or 
you know, a younger youth. So it, right. it's, it's pretty interesting. So your show's called Canadian Huntress? I believe so. We're still in the works okay. of it. I'm, I'm pretty sure I'm going to be a title sponsor for that. But okay. um, yeah, so it will air sometime in 2021. We're not set on a date yet. Um, okay. we're, we're currently filming. We did, we filmed our spring turkey. Um, Cassandra out west, she filmed her spring bear hunt. Um, so yeah, we are rolling. We We don't stop now. We are in full-blown awesome. recording mode. Yeah. Jody Jenkins, what's on your mind for our guest? Well, just a couple things after listening. I mean, I'm, I'm Dan. I started out as fishing, and I'm a big game hunter now, mostly morning doves and ferrets. But um, nice. I, I'm just kidding. <laughs> I do have, you're like, you're <laughs> big game morning doves. But we do actually have a nest of, we do have a nest of morning doves. Uh, outside our house right now, actually, which the kids have been very interested in. But I wanted to pick up on two things, actually. The first one being the use. Uh, you were talking about how all the you ha- you have everything that you've um, hunted as a, meat, as example, in your freezer to sustain yeah. yourselves. And I've been fortunate enough to go to the Arctic twice. I've been to Iqaluit and I've been to Pond Inlet. And you know their their regular hunts for seal and even narwhal and stuff like that. And they use everything. I mean, that's their way of life. And it's pretty amazing to watch them hunt. And I know they still take flack for it, but it's their it's, mm-hmm. it's what they do. But you're so right. I mean, the fact that they literally use everything that they can. It's not like they're just, you know, getting a seal, taking the meat, and just chucking the rest of the carcass off to the side. They use everything and they to sustain themselves on all types mm-hmm. of uh, all areas. So I think that's uh, very cool. But the question I wanted to ask you was, where do you fall on the uh online uh i'll call them trolls and you know these people that are politically correct but i have a good friend who owns an outdoor shop here called um uh oh my gosh it's terrible high falls outfitters and yeah. uh he posts he's a big hunter and like he'll post a you know a picture of him with a bear or a deer or a turkey yeah. and instantly everyone jumps out and just starts you know why are you posting this pic and you know and and then of course all the the articles about uh, animal violence and all that stuff. Do you, what do you do in the face of that? Do you respond to those types of people or do you just ignore and kind of carry on with what you're doing? Um, that's a good question. First of all, um, one of the girls filming with us, Haley, she is very familiar with the, the outfitter story you were just mentioning. So she's part of filming. Yeah. So she knows them very well, but I mean, there's lots of pushback in forms of, uh, in social media when it comes to celebrating our hunts. Um, we have to be mindful what we post and, and share. There's there's going to come a time when you post a harvest and it's going to come from hunters, anti-hunters, and you're going to get death threats. And sometimes we block them. I, I block them if I get any that are nasty or I delete them. Um, you just ignore them. Sometimes it's just ill-educated. A lot of the time it's ill-educated. Um, you know, we do again, we fill our freezer. That's how we provide for ourselves and our family. Or if we're doing conservation work while we're doing population predator control, it's, it's all legal in what we do. So it's nothing we're doing because we, you know, we want to go rogue and just because it's all part of a process, uh, whether it comes down to providing for our family, doing something for the ministry, it's all calculated, um, but I mean, we're always going to get that backlash. Uh, there, there's been times when I'm about to go post something and I run it past my husband. I'm like, can I share this? He's like, nope. 
I'm like, <laughs> okay, darn. All right, fine. I'll share it with, I'll share it within my little circle because, you know, I want to celebrate something, but it might not be appropriate or it might offend somebody. And that's just the way it is sometimes. But, um, I do kind of filter that out. I, 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 um, and I don't take it personally anymore. There were times where it was like, you'd be in tears for something and you'd be so proud of it. And then you just get all this backlash, but, uh, you know, just I don't think about it too much. I know a lot of the other girls; it it would get to them, and mm-hmm. uh, but you just got to brush it off. Yeah, I mean, it's uh, it's unfortunately um, the way that social media works these days. But uh, uh, yeah, it can help. Same... It can help. It can definitely help you or hurt you. That's for sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, you you have to be mindful of that. I'm sure. But at the same time, I'm just want. Like you talked about backlash from the other end from uh, older men who were were they not comfortable with females hunting or what, was it just uh, just sort of outside of their wheelhouse? Yeah, um, I guess their interpretation of what the the woman of the house should be doing is different, um, and they're stuck in time uh, or in the past. Sorry, um, and I'd get questions like, "Oh wow, you go hunting and you can shoot a." 308 or a 30 odd six or oh my gosh you have a restricted gun where do you even shoot that well at a range you know mm-hmm. but um and it's more of like a shock value to them like oh and then uh, you know they'll, they'll tell you yeah, yeah yeah i'll invite you along you can come to our camp and then it's like no you can't come i talked to one guy he he's not fond of having women there so then you have to look mm-hmm. around and call around and create your own group and, and acquire land or know somebody who has land. Mm-hmm, and I've been, mm-hmm. for, I've been fortunate to do. So it's, um, yeah, there's pushback there, but I mean, the outdoor industry is slowly changing, but we're still a long, long away ways from that. What do you think is the percentage of, uh, hunters, active hunters that are female now? Do you have an idea at all? I don't have an actual idea. I know it's been thrown around out there, but the numbers are growing um, mm-hmm. based on uh, the apparel world from what I've been seeing, the outdoor um, outerwear and clothing lines for women and uh, hardware is growing dramatically. So there's no shortage in that. So that there tells me that it's not going away and we're here to stay. And do you get political at all? And by that, I mean, obviously, there's uh, some radical changes coming to our gun laws. Uh, and uh, it's been controversial in the firearms community. And they feel unduly picked on. And whereas the people that are using the illegal firearms are not the attention, you know, that that argument. So do you get into that at all? Or is that off limits? Oh. Oh yes. Oh yeah. I get fired up about that. No pun okay. intended. No pun intended there. Yeah. I just, I did a little segment for wild TV that'll air next week on that. Um, I think there's a lot of gray areas uh, with the new ban and, you know, as Canadians we're extremely frustrated and concerned, this was obviously rushed by the government with little vetting and education behind it. And um, it was snuck in without parliament process i believe um mm. you know there was a post online <clears throat> excuse me just before i was over to go turkey hunting a couple weeks ago and i got fired up and i was so angry and confused i said oh my gosh that's the gun i have can i even leave the house with it now so i had to message my gunsmith who works uh with peel police tactical i'm like can i even leave the house with this now like it says i'm not allowed and he's like 
I talked to RCMP. Nope, your gun's fine. This is, again, it's, it's, it's a lot of it's misleading to us. There's a lot of gray areas. And I personally think uh, the money could have been spent elsewhere. Um, the ban is just ridiculous in terms of the numbers. Okay, the, the numbers based on um, gun violence and opposed to legal gun owners, it's we don't do anything like next to nothing bad with our guns. We follow the rules. We are screened. You're abiding. Yeah. Oh yeah. Like as a restricted firearm owner, I'm screened every 24 hours. So if I'm at the bar and there's an argument and I get written up as being a witness, I could very well have a knock on my door or a phone call the next day just because, you know, I have that license. Mm. And I think the money could have been spent and pushed in the direction of border control communities that lack the after school programs for the kids at risk of joining gangs and the municipal police departments, their hands are tied. They need more funding and wasting the millions and then sending $2 million worth of letters out to people to tell us that our, our guns might be prohibited is just a waste of money. You know, Oh, I could go on forever. <laughs> Dana Murray, our Canadian huntress. <laughs> That's great. Jody, what are you thinking? Um, I got nothing. I mean, I, I got nothing more, honestly, I was going to do a, uh, I was going to do an impression of Justin Trudeau and, and just pause for 20 seconds. Pause for 22, 22 seconds. <laughs> there we go. Hold on. I'm still doing it. Hold on. Oh, okay. Okay. I got to see the wheels turning. Imagine the wheels turning in Jody's brain. Almost oh, done. Dear. Almost there. <laughs> well, listen, uh, Dana, you've been a great guest for us. Uh, thank you so much for joining and another thing podcast and best of luck with Canadian Huntress and your wild tv network show coming in 2021 we're really looking forward to your success thank you oh thanks for having me you guys yeah enjoy the rest of your uh your day and your week and uh if you want to come back sometime let us know and we'll get uh maybe we'll get the show sponsored by our good friends at high falls outfitters hey (laughs) here we go (laughs) yes perfect all right thank you very much you guys have a wonderful day goodbye okay thanks dana well i know i say this week in week out tony but you did it again you hit it out of the park with your guests. Well, it's funny. I got to know her. Uh, she's uh, the uh, daughter-in-law of a, of a friend of mine. We were at the Glorious Sons concert on February the 8th, the last live show I've been to. I remember COVID. that. Yeah, I remember you talking COVID about hit. that. Yeah, yeah and uh, we got to talking, and I thought, wow, she'd be a great guest. And, you know, so uh, so amazing to, to see uh, women sort of going into non- traditional areas i'm using my air quotes now but uh i i think that's just fantastic and uh, i think there's going to be a real audience for her tv show too yeah she was great and to be honest i i can see why she's doing or gonna be a personality in the media world or i mean i didn't i don't know a lot about her background but uh, very very calm cool and collected very well done so. mm-hmm. absolutely and uh yeah i got nothing else man i got we got lots of positive feedback coming in uh, the world's an interesting place right now, and some days it's like, you know, I just shake my head. <laughs> yeah, oh, uh, we're gonna take, we're gonna obviously this uh, this show I thought was very interesting, but we're gonna also keep topical. So stay tuned and stay subscribed because we got lots of great shows coming. Yeah, we'll be back in seven days. <laughs>